Also speaking earlier, the French Prime Minister confirmed that the suspect, a Syrian gentleman, has refugee status in Sweden. Now, maybe some of you will think this is controversial and some people won't like what I'm about to say. But for me, what today proves, without any shadow of a doubt, is that the migration problem that is so often top of the agenda on this show clearly isn't just a British problem. And it isn't just a small boats crossing the channel problem either. I think most people now believe that the age where anyone can roam across different countries without checks or balances surely, surely has to come to an end. We'll be discussing that in more detail in a moment. But first joining me live to give us more information is Benedict Pavio, France 24 correspondent. Benedict, thank you so much indeed for joining us. Can you tell us exactly in, in detail what happened today? Yes, the first thing to say is that France is in shock tonight, not just the people, understandably, of Annecy in the southeast of France. Uh, in this picturesque park by the lake, uh, a man understood to be a 31 year old Syrian Christian uh, actually barged into this playground and clearly uh, seemed to target very small children. He stabbed four children who are tonight in a critical uh, condition, well, two of them are in a critical condition. One of them uh, is British. I understand that that child is three years old. The other one in a critical condition is Dutch. I believe that one is 22 months old. Uh, two of uh, those children are cousins. He uh, attacked them with a knife, a knife that has been uh, found and retrieved by French police uh, that acted quite swiftly, only shot him um, in the legs. Um, and uh, an adult was also... He then uh, attacked an elderly man who is in a critical condition as well. We don't know his nationality. Um, when you listen to or watch the video, there are blood-curdling screams of the parents, the minders, who were there. It's an area that attracts a lot of people from the town NC itself, um, and also um, tourists. The important, all kinds of information is coming out tonight on French television. The One of the TV channels, BFM TV, has managed to speak to a woman who says that she is his ex-wife. She's 26 years old, she's Swedish. Uh, she says that he, this man went to Sweden 10 years ago, uh, that she married him three years ago and she had and has a child with him that is three years old, a little girl. She said that he was originally from uh, Asake in northeast Syria, a town uh, that it seems was attacked and invaded by Daesh, uh, so-called ISIS, and uh, that persecuted Christians. I leave that uh, to one side. Now, news that is shocking people above and beyond the tragedy, which it is, uh, and the fact that, of course, President Macron, uh, as the French Prime Minister, have condemned this, what he called an absolutely cowardly attack, um, is the fact that not only did he obtain uh, Swedish refugee status or refugee status in Sweden, he applied three times unsuccessfully, it would appear, for Swedish nationality. It was refused three times. He then went on to apply for refugee status in Switzerland, where I think, but that needs to be checked, that it was granted. He then also applied for refugee status in Italy. It would appear that it was granted. Benedict, the country that I... refused him refugee status, Jeremy, to be clear, tonight, is France. And he had just received, on the 4th of June, notice that his refugee status had been refused. He has been in France, Jeremy, 
I understand, since last October. Um, listen, I was jumping in because of time, Benedict. Just one final question. And we, this will be dissected by news channels, the length and breadth of this world. One could point to the fact that he hasn't seen his child for four months. We can point to the fact about the immigration issues. Migration is a topic in the United Kingdom that, that creates such discussion, such diversion. Um, this will only, in France and across Europe, inflame tensions. But I think people have to be aware that we need to get facts. But when you think that somebody can do something so horrific and there are questions to be answered in terms of migration, the whole thing gets worse and worse. Benedict, thank you very, very much indeed. I guess for us, the question should be, how worried are we about the asylum aspect of what can only be described as a horrific attack? Here to talk about this in more detail is the chair of the Migration Watch, Alp Mehmet. Uh, Alp, thank you very much indeed. Um, people's opinions in this country about open borders... I, I mean, I, I could try and take this show, out every night away from immigration, migration, the boats, everything. It doesn't make any difference because it is still the number one thing that people want to talk about, they want to know. Today will inflame tensions, yes or no? It, it will do more than that. I think it will worry people sick. Uh, and the reason for that is that, frankly, had this individual managed to get himself into a boat, a dinghy, and come across the channel, there's every likelihood that we would have kept him here, we would have allowed him to stay here. And that, to me, is absolutely insane. The fact that someone, frankly, if he had thrown his documents away, if, if he had destroyed uh, any documents that he had that established who he was, we would have taken him in and let him free to roam about for so long as it took to uh, establish whether or not we would give him permission to stay. And even if we denied him that sort of refuge, we would still not get rid of him. That is why uh, our asylum system, our whole system of control is in a total mess and why the government needs to get a grip. Um, interestingly, and this just came to me whilst you were talking so, so eloquently about it, um, the frustrations in the United Kingdom are, are obvious to, to anybody and everybody. And we sit here every night and we talk about, you know, uh, we've got to show that we're caring. We've got to close our borders and make sure we look after our own. And everybody says to me, you know, the, the Home Office isn't fit for purpose. Our processing system is, is a joke. It takes too long, blah, blah, blah. The French have always, to me, no disrespect to them, seem to, you know, Britain's always the, the soft option, the last port of call, isn't it? Do you think that what happened today will strengthen the French government, society even's response to a problem that is not just based in the United Kingdom, but as I said in the intro, people are free to roam all over the world, it seems now, with little or no checks. That is not a good look. Do you think France might harden its response? Um, they will initially react and shout uh, and bluster, uh, but ultimately it will continue as it has done for years, frankly. Part of the reason for that, of course, is the EU. Now, you, you mentioned that um, th th this guy was from, from Sweden, where he'd been given refuge. He had also obtained 
um, permission to stay in Switzerland, being given refugee status there, which is part of the, the Schengen arrangement, mm. whereby if you enter one bit of Schengen, you can roam about pretty much freely, although even there, and even the, those members of the Schengen uh, uh, arrangement are beginning to think twice about it now and have some checks. But what we need is to restore border checks at every point, not just coming into this country, but frankly, into France, into Germany, into Greece, wherever else they're entering Europe, they should be checked thoroughly before they're given permission to stay. And if we can't do that, frankly, we may as well give up and say, anyone is welcome. We don't care who you are or what you're going to do. You're welcome to come here. Could That's not agree more. Now, I want to I make this point. This is a horrific story that we will follow. We will continue to talk about throughout the next few hours, days and weeks. It's a horrific story. Young children attacked by a man. But naturally, because of the fact that he has refugee status, many people asking lots of questions. Uh, Al, to just move on to something completely unrelated, I understand that you have a new report out today saying that the UK population on the basis of migration could grow to over 80 million. How have you worked that out? <laughs> well, um, quite easily, actually, when you've got... Um, experts on hand as I have, Professor David Emeritus, uh, Professor of Demography at Oxford University, who's been with Migration Watch for 20 years. In fact, he was one of the co-founders of Migration Watch. He has looked carefully and he has um, really given what is likely to be the, um, the, the, the lesser of the sort of numbers that we could get. If you look at the numbers coming in, 600,000, if it were to continue at that sort of rate, over 25 years, by 2046, our population would grow at the lower estimate by something like 16, nearly 16 million people. That is, I could go into all sorts of detail, but I'm not sure that um, your, your viewers actually would want us well, to let, go let into Well, let me jump in and say that what, what you're saying is the equivalent of 15 cities the size of Birmingham. It would ensure that we would need 6.5 million more homes. Uh, it, it's an extraordinary statistic. Uh, Met for now... It is. Uh, uh, for now, I, I really appreciate your time. I wanted to bring that in. I know it's unrelated, but I think it's also a very, very important thing, and it's a discussion that will continue.